I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, for years now, I've given you a ton of stories on remote workers and digital nomads on this podcast, but I've come to realize that many of you beginners are still unsure on how to take the first steps to creating a freedom lifestyle through online work. Maybe you've been too afraid to take the plunge or just don't feel confident enough to land that online job due to inexperience. Well, I'm excited to announce that I've created a new YouTube series called Trying Remote, where I try a new online job or gig every month month to give you a glimpse of what it takes to land a remote job. So if you need a little boost to try something new or just want to see what it takes to get started, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote. Again, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote to find our videos and to subscribe to our new series on YouTube. So please come and join me there so we can uncomfortably grow together. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Jewel where she's going to share with us how to land a remote job using LinkedIn. Hi Jewel. Hello, hello everyone and thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Before we get to all of your tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Sure. So uh, yeah, I live an offbeat life because I basically never started in a nine to five. Uh, so I already decided in the age with the age of 20 kind of that the office is just not meant to be for me. So, um, I found a way to make it happen to live in Bali right now to be able to be hundred percent location independent, be my own boss, um, and found myself a little home base here. Um, we had it in the episode before, if you want to tune back in, um, I'm consider myself as a slow mat home mat um, <laughs> right now. So uh, yeah, this is a little bit about myself and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I love that. And you have such an interesting story because you figured your way into this um, and you used LinkedIn to do it. And that is such an interesting thing to me because I mentioned to you before, Jewel, I'm like, okay, usually people just think of LinkedIn as like a link that you send to your potential employer where your digital resume is and then that's it. But you used it in a different way. You used it to create a network and a community for yourself and it helped you land these remote jobs super like fast and it was a lot easier for you. So can you take us to that process of how you are able to do this and how to find a remote job that is right for you using this platform? Yeah. So I think first of all, when it comes to LinkedIn and also understanding the network, you need to understand that it's also like a personal network, right? It's a social network. So there's social in this terms of social network. So there's a reason for it. And I think on LinkedIn is the first thing you want to do is to have like a really nice profile. I see heaps of people who are not have their profile right. They don't even like have a um, header in the profile or like good profile picture. They're like, of course, there's so much more to it, but I think this will like need two or three episodes to go about it. Um, so what is your next step after you figure out your profile. You really want to build that network 
and also connect with a lot of people. So really try to find either people in the same niche as you, people who are working in the same industry, people who are, could be, of course, your ideal client. So kind of also like try different ways to go about it and then see what works best for you. Um, I highly recommend to always send requests and also like a message with that request to make it more personalized and also kind of be able to start already a conversation because within a conversation, you know, like you figure out, okay, is there maybe a possible way to work together or people then might know someone who need your help with something you are good at, but they are not. Yeah, that's basically it. I think this is also one case um, that happened for me that I just connected with someone and that was kind of a word of mouth recommendation for a social media marketing job. And then they connected us and I um, started working for them, right? So it's also a network um, which you can see as a business network because the difference, of course, to TikTok on Instagram and Facebook is that everyone who's going onto LinkedIn, they're there for like a business reason, right? Even though it's a social network, they are still there because they are searching for a job, they're looking for employees, they want to consume like kind of business content, but then also like make it more personal through your profile, right? So that being said means that you can talk about work, but then compared to like Fiverr and Upwork, there is like a whole profile behind the way you present yourself, right? So whereas you're on Fiverr and Upwork, for example, you you just like apply for a job, right? Or And you have like so much competitors like in that specific niche. Whereas on LinkedIn, it's like, okay, you are the person people want to work with you because they see your content. And there's also another really, really important thing just by signing up on LinkedIn and just like getting your profile done and right, you won't land a remote work job, right? It's because you build a personal brand there and how you build a personal brand. Well, you need to put out content. And if you don't put out content and people don't get to know you for what you're doing, then you probably also won't land any job or clients or collaborations or whatever you're searching for. What is your goal? But you need to like be active on the platform. Like LinkedIn users, they're like sometimes just consuming, but not like, putting content out there and the majority is definitely passive users. So it also is really good for you because there is this huge stage and there's the spotlight and you can be in that spotlight so easily right now because it's not as huge as Instagram or TikTok right now where so many other competitors and creators are already putting out their content. So, um, and then also in the work-related context, right? Um, so this is even better. So I think this is like the first thing. So kind of an order you want to go about it. It's like the profile, you want to grow your network, you want to put out content, and then you want to build that community and be seen for what you're doing. And then I think it starts automatically that people recognize you, that they link you under other um, content pieces. For example, I'm getting sometimes attacked underneath other postings where it comes to digital nomad life, remote work life, etc. So that also helps, of course, then me as a person to be seen for what I'm doing now um, underneath other people's content, right? So I think this is just like a matter of time, effort, consistency you need to put in and it also won't happen overnight. I think this is also a, 
a big one that you can't ex expect that LinkedIn grows um, overnight. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's actually time and effort you need to put in. But if you put it in, um, I promise you it will definitely be worth it. Um, so I hope that kind of helped to just give you a really quick overview about all that. I mean, there's so much more about it. Um, but yeah, I can highly recommend looking into LinkedIn more. Yeah. So you mentioned, Joel, to be active and to have content on there. What do you mean by content? Is it like an article that you create and you post it on there? Or is there other things that you can do to provide people useful information aside from, you know, the, the obvious? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there are different content pieces actually you can upload. So they're just like written text, you can upload um, pictures, you can upload PDFs, you can upload articles, videos. So you see there's like a bandwidth of things you can do. And I also recommend to see what works best for you. Due to the algorithm, I definitely would recommend to work with pictures, videos, video content, you know, every platform love video content right now. So I think this is also a smart way to go about it to definitely add media to it and not just like only write texts because then people can already also see what you're doing, what you refer to, etc. Um, yeah, so definitely provide content like that. Yeah, in terms of what kind of content it is. So what should you write about? Um, there are also different ways to go about it. It can be personal, but not as Instagram, like, here's my morning coffee, double mm -hmm. tap if you like it, you know, <laughs> that, that's not what you want to post. Um, make sure it's always kind of work related. Um, so as an example, I just posted recently my trip to Australia. Let's say I'm a digital nomad. So here are six or seven tips what you can do if you're a digital nomad and how to structure um, your first day or your stay in general to make sure you're still productive and get things done. So this is something which is work-related, which is personal because it's about my Australia visit, but then it's also about um, giving tips and provide content and help to let others know what they maybe can do if they look into working that kind of lifestyle. So I hope that makes sense in in a way of explaining what I mean by personal content as well. Yeah, I love that. And also, I, I do have a question in terms of, because you mentioned this too, like reaching out to people in your industry. Now, what about if you are looking for a remote job, right? And sometimes in these remote jobs that you find in job boards, they will tell you who to contact, or maybe they don't, but you do have the company name. Is mm -hmm. that a good practice to look for this person or the company on LinkedIn and maybe specifically the person who is like a hiring manager and connect with them there and give them maybe your CV there? Or is that kind of like a no-no? What What is the best practice um, on that? Yeah, that's a really smart, smart way to go about it. And this <laughs> is also something I love about LinkedIn because if you look up the company you want to work for, right? And then there is a section on the company pages. So LinkedIn works in profile, um, personal profiles and also company profiles. So let's say you go on a company profile and then you can see also if the people um, put it on their profile if they work there. So you go on the company profile and then see who's working for the company. So then as an idea, I would recommend why not connect with everyone who's working in the company? You know, 
you never know what's like happening if they um, have Zoom meetings and team meetings because ideally they all work remote, right? Um, so maybe someone is mentioning you, right? And then another person is like, oh yeah, she has been in contact with me as well, you know? And then kind of spread the message and then also be seen in that company already. I think that maybe helps you too to then maybe land that job because you already built that connection. Uh, because if you're not doing that and just the HR person is deciding, okay, you know, we are like going for her, we're going for him, whatever. Um, then of course you will stand out if you connect it with everyone else as well. And everyone maybe knows you. And yeah, I think this is definitely a good way. And I mean, I definitely would recommend to do it because if you're not do it, um, you never know what could have happened, right? So this is ex again, like this big question about what if, and the worst case could be, okay, you won't get the job, but <laughs> that doesn't mean you can't connect with all that people also for future reasons. So yeah, I think I would definitely go. That's a really good one. I love that you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of those things that it kind of goes beyond what is, you know, it's, it's just the ordinary, right? It's going to make you stand out from the rest of your competitors that way. Obviously, you have to know how to do the job. You have to stand out that way. But if there's like a little bit extra, that's going to get you the job. So another question that I have for you, Jewel, is what can you say is one of the biggest mistakes that you've seen people do on LinkedIn that's a huge no-no and what, you know, they should be avoiding? Mm -hmm. A big one is speaking about you in the third person <laughs> on your profile. You know, where you sometimes read, I don't know, Jewel is passionate about remote work, digital nomad life, LinkedIn coaching, etc. She's also blah, blah, blah. You know, that is just like not personal. You should speak about yourself and not about yourself in a third person. I think this is like really a big one when you look um, into profiles and then see because why people are doing this is I think because LinkedIn generates automatically like a basic text when you sign up and there is kind of like it's worded the same way. So I highly recommend to change that for sure. So definitely make sure you have a summary which is really about yourself and also not too long because people, you know, they don't pay attention nowadays anymore. They're just like, <laughs> okay, I want to text, I want to keep it short this typical uh, kiss formula, you know, keep it uh, simple, stupid. So um, yeah, I think this is, this is a really good one for your LinkedIn profile summary as well about the biggest mistakes you should avoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's um, also like when people talk to them, like about themselves in the third person, I think that is the weirdest thing I've I've yeah. heard people do. Yeah. It's like, that's kind of like what you're doing if you do that. Because to make sure not everyone is making this mistake. <laughs> I love that. And I did forget to ask you this and I want to go back to it. So when you are connecting with somebody on LinkedIn, some people are really terrified of 
giving the wrong impression, right? Especially when you're typing it out. Obviously, it's a lot easier when you're writing things out, but then you have like paralysis of analysis. You get doubt about yourself. Is there a template for how you can actually connect with these people, especially if you want to get a job from them, if you're wanting to connect with people in the company that you want to work for? How do you write the right things? Mm. Um, no, I wouldn't recommend to use like a template or something because then it's also about the person you want to connect with, right? What I recommend is that you actually go onto the profile, the person you want to connect with, and then maybe something stands out for you, which you find interesting, which you can then add to the connection request. So that shows that you actually paid attention about like the person or what the person is about or what he's interested in, etc. So to give you an example, I had this, that someone once reached out to me and said, hey, I saw you love CrossFit and I'm promoting or I'm super interested in impro improving our health and um, the capacity to just like perform better when it comes to running and swimming, etc. So I was like, sure. I mean, we probably won't end up working together, but I just really love the fact that you paid attention to my profile because it mentions CrossFit, you know? So I knew, okay, he actually made the effort, like ran through my profile and really like wanted to like get to know something about me. And I really loved that way he did that. So I think this is kind of an example for what you can do as well. And there's also, you know, I still know that his name is, uh, is Stefan. So I still know that, you know, just, <laughs> just because he sent that nice message, right? And I think this is also a really, really good one then for HR recruiters so they won't forget you, right? So yeah, I think this is, this is the smarter way to go about it. Yeah. And so if it is like a person that is from the company, like an HR recruiter or whatever it is, do you tell them right away that you're interested in the job on that first email? Or do you kind of try to connect with them a different way first before you mention that? How do you include that in like, hey, I'm interested in this position? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, first of all, if you see that position pop up on LinkedIn, because of course you can still apply for jobs through LinkedIn, then there is a different way. And oftentimes you can just like click and apply and the recruiter automatically gets your profile sent, etc. But then also you can, of course, on top of that, connect with them and make it more personal. But I wouldn't push too much, you know, it can also like come across a little bit too greedy. I don't know, but definitely I would recommend to get into their like your site, you know, that you can like actually present yourself. That's definitely something I would do, um, especially if I really want to get that job, you know, and I'm really like, that's the one I want to make it happen. As I said before, connect with everyone in the company, <laughs> kind of really make, make yourself present out there. But yeah, as you said, like keep it in a good, good way, not too pushy, but then also let them know you're there and find a good, good way through. But then also like like test and see what works, you know, mm. um, everyone could be different. Every HR person, because it's still a person, you know, everyone reacts differently. You will get a feeling of, okay, this works, this works not, et cetera. So just, just go out there and try. 
I love that. You gave us so many incredible tips today, Jewel. We really appreciate you. If our listeners want to learn more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, you're more than welcome. Um, and I hope I see so many guys of you on LinkedIn where you can also connect with me, of course. It's uh, Jewel Marie Rose on LinkedIn. And then also the same on Instagram is also Jewel Marie Rose altogether. Would love to connect with you. Just send me a message and talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Jewel. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Jewel. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she was able to leave the rat race and help others create a freedom lifestyle. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.